We're just honored to have Dr. Sammy Rodriguez here tonight. He's the pastor of the New Season Christian Worship Center in Sacramento. So many things that I could say about him. He's an author. Uh, he's working with the Latino community. He's a leader in that community. He's a husband. He's a father. The greatest thing, he's a grandfather. Amen. He loves that part. But God has allowed him to speak in venues where the Christian voice needs to be heard. Now, I'm going to say something tonight. And, 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 and you know, we don't like to wade into political waters, do we? We just hear and we say, well, we shouldn't, don't say anything about it because you can't win. And it's unfortunate we've come to that point. And I've thought about this a lot. Why is it that we can't? I'm afraid, this is just my opinion, you agree with me, disagree with me, it doesn't matter. I'm going to get into the car tomorrow and I'm going to Swanee, it's all going to be good. And I'm used to no response anyway, so it's okay. Why is it that way? Is it possibly because we become more devoted to a political party than the Word of God? That's okay, I'm, I'm used to no response, so that doesn't bother me. But is that, is that a possibility? There's no perfect party. There's no perfect president. Never has been, never will be. But here's the point. God has allowed people like Sammy Rodriguez to be in the company of presidents, not just this one, but the previous one, to be able to come to the table and speak and pray. Now, let me tell you something. The reason that's important is this. If we don't step up and take our place, I'll guarantee you the Buddhists are coming the Muslims will definitely step in, which is what they're doing right now. But I'm thankful that right now, and has been in the past, I know of at least three Pentecostal preachers, men of God, that are praying in that venue. And that makes me feel better knowing that we have men of God who know God, know the power of Pentecost, that are praying in the White House. Do you think that's all right? Is that okay? I think it is. Would you give a real nice elevate welcome to Pastor Sammy Rodriguez as he comes to bring the word of the Lord to us tonight. Come on, put your hands together for him tonight. Wow. Before you're seated, before you're seated, I am, I am honored and, woo, all right. <laughs> I'm honored and blessed to be with you here tonight. There's such a, a move of the spirit, man. And God is just moving, and, and there's just a word that God placed in my heart even when I was there. But I want to thank you for the opportunity. We just we wrapped up a conference last night in California in San Jose. Got home about 1 o'clock in the morning and caught an early flight to be here with you. And I know it's by divine assignment. So I, I want you to hear me because there's, there is a... There's a difference between engaging in rhetorical hyperbole and, and really delivering what the Holy Spirit has plainly placed upon your heart. And there's a, there's a, there's a word that's completely tangential to what Bishop Madden just alluded to. Not the politics of it, but don't drink the Kool-Aid, man. I, we, we are about to see God show up like we have never seen before. There is a revival right around the corner. The pushback that we're experiencing right now as a nation, and Dorothy, we're not in Kansas anymore. We live in some cuckoo for Cocoa Puff times. 
And this is some serious stuff. Like you wake up in the morning and, uh, and it's like, what just happened, right? The days of Gomer Pyre and Leave it to Beaver, even the Brady Bunch of my generation, that, that, that the age is gone. And, but watch God show up. And you're not alive by coincidence. You are here in this place because you are about to see in your family, your home, your marriage, your ministry, your community, the glory of the risen Christ. Like you've, I'm not kidding. You're about to see something show up. So if you haven't been through anything, if you haven't suffered any sort of spiritual warfare, if the, if the enemy hasn't risen to shut your mouth and silence you and try to prompt you to quit and turn around, if you've never been through anything, this message is definitely not for you. If you haven't been tested, if you haven't been challenged, if you haven't crossed that proverbial Jordan you alluded to, then it's not for you. But if you've been through a process, put a smile on your face and a shout on your lip because what's coming next, oh, <laughs> What's coming next will prompt your family, your friends, and even your haters to say, look what the Lord has done. Before you're seated, to Bishop, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me here. And um, I appreciate your heart. Appreciate your spirit, man. Thank you for being so politically incorrect, by the way. And Dr. Childers, thank you. You're my buddy. Thank you so much. And to the entire executive team in Cleveland, you know how much I love y'all. And um, I believe Church of God. My mom was raised in the Church of God Church in Puerto Rico. Uh, so I am a byproduct of the Church of God. I, literally, I wouldn't be here about the Church of God. So thank you so much for your leadership. And, and then, and JC, great. This is just, and the best is yet to come. Really, it is. Yeah, you're next, my friend. And to one of the most amazing, gifted, anointed preachers on the planet, and he happens to be from Florida. We don't hold that against him. But he is amazing. And I mean, from California to the West Coast to the East Coast and all points in between, one of my closest friends, Pastor Tony Stewart. Great to see you, amigo. Amazing. See, sit down for a second. I'm going to get into this. There's a book that came out. I, I, I hate doing this. I'm not a commercial guy, but my, my, I'm contractually obligated to do this. But here it is. There's a book that came, there's a the things you do with your publishers. There's a book that came out, we, and, and God has already blessed it. It, it. it became a thing, you know, Amazon, bestseller, all that stuff. Shake Free, it's a message that I delivered that God gave me some time ago, and it just, it went viral, and it's called Shake Free, How to Deal with the Storm, Shipwrecks, and Snakes in Your Life. So if you've never been through a storm, if you've never survived a spiritual, relational, financial, ministerial shipwreck, and if you've never had snakes come out of the fire to strangle your dream and poison your destiny, don't pick it up. But if you have, and a matter of fact, tonight after the service, I'm, after the preaching, I'm going to be back there signing copies. Get your copy of Shake Free. It will bless your life indeed. This is the life of the Apostle Paul, Acts 27, 28. So pick it up. It will bless your life indeed. Shake Free. And then there's a book that some of you already have called Be Light. When light stands next to darkness, light always wins. Be Light. Pick up that copy. That became a, a bestseller likewise, and God really blessed it indeed. Let me get right into the word. 1 Samuel chapter 5. 1 Samuel chapter 5. We're going to illustrate this. I like to illustrate sermons. I was a former high school teacher, and I, the, the visual component, as it pertains to long-term memory, it's without question. So I want you to see this. So I'm going to illustrate this in a second. 1 Samuel chapter 5. Here's the word of the Lord. After the Philistines captured the ark of God, that phrase in itself is theologically interesting. The fact that the Philistines... The mucho malo hombres can capture the ark of God. How in the world could they successfully capture the glory? 
How can the bad guys successfully capture the glory? Well, and they took it from the battleground at Ebenezer to the town of Ashdod. They carried the ark of God into the temple of Dagon, somebody else's temple, and placed it beside an idol of Dagon. When the citizens of Ashdod went to see it the next morning, Dagon, hoo-hoo, had fallen with his face to the ground in front of the ark of the Lord. Underline that. All the pastors here, please do your appropriate Hebrew exegetical extrapolation or your Google due diligence. Because that phrase in itself speaks accolades. He did not just fall. (laughs) He fell with his face to the ground in front of the ark of the Lord. So they took Dagon and put him in his place again. (laughs) But the next morning, the same thing happened. Dagon had fallen face down before the ark of the Lord. But this time, somebody say, but this time. His head and hands had broken off. Really? (laughs) And were lying in the doorway. In the doorway. The the doorway, not just any place. The entry and the exit point. (laughs) And only the trunk of his body was left intact. This is a different kind of message. It's, it's edgy. There's a prophetic component to it. Prophetic, not pathetic. Prophetic component to it. So let me, let me give you the title of this. The title of the message is, You're in my space. You're in my space. Look at your neighbor tell him, You're in my space. Tell your other neighbor, the one you barely tolerate, tell him, You're in my space. If, if, if there were to be a subtitle to this, it would be, two objects cannot occupy the same space. If there would be a second subtitle, it would be, when the prophetic stands next to the pathetic, the prophetic always wins. But let me begin by stating the obvious, it's not what it seems. This is all about today. Watch this. After the Philistines captured the Ark of God, they took it from the battleground of Ebenezer to the town of Ashdod. Ebenezer means divine assistance. Ashdod means stronghold. The Philistines captured the Ark of God, what a phrase, and they took it from the battleground of Ebenezer to the town of Ashdod. See, there's a reason. There is an attempt now to capture the glory. Why is the enemy attacking you? There is an attempt now today. You're living in a day and age where the Philistines of the 21st century want to do nothing less than capture all things glorious. There is an attack on whatever carries righteousness and holiness. Whatever has any vestige of Christ There is an an attempt by the Philistines of the 21st century to silence, to put on mute, to capture, to hold captive, to bind, to enslave the glorious. Why is the enemy attacking you? Because he wants the glory you carry. Glory is whatever comes from the glorious one. The ark of God, God's treasure chest, represented God's presence, power, and promise. Whatever heaven touched, as you well know, the rod of Aaron, manna, commandments, etc. The enemy of destiny seeks to capture the glory in your family, in your faith, in your future, in your community, in your nation. He wants your joy. He wants your integrity. He wants your peace. That you, If you've been under assault, if you've been under spiritual warfare, I want you to hear me carefully. The enemy is not threatened by your past. He is threatened by your future. It's not about what you did. It's about what you are about to do. The enemy doesn't attack you because of the foolish things you did in your past. He attacks you because of the glorious things you're about to see in your future. 
So if you've been under attack, if you've been, if you've been confronting things, if there's been attempt to capture the glory, you should put a smile on your face because the, the enemy, the enemy comes to rob, kill, and destroy. We were privy to that. John 10, 10. But it means you have something of value. By the way, I was seated there, and, and I'm going I'm to share with you just what the Spirit of God placed in my heart. If you're a pastor here, raise your hand. If you're not sure, raise your other hand. All the pastors here, raise your hand really high. I want you to hear me carefully. I was just seated there. I'm going to share with you what God placed in my heart. If it's not for you, you don't take it. If you don't want to believe it, it doesn't yet. Don't take it. I'm fine. I'm not hey, It doesn't matter. But this is for someone here. The reason why you've been recently what you've gone through, you, you're about to see a second harvest. And the second harvest will make the first harvest look like an appetizer. Is this for anybody in this place? I'm going to say that one more time. You are about, oh, I sense an anointing. You are about to reap a second harvest. And this harvest is going to make the first harvest look like an appetizer and a preamble. If this is for you, give God a shout of praise like it's all yours. So whatever you're going through, I want you to know, by the way, there's an expiration date on what you're going through. For our present troubles are small and won't last very long. Yet they produce for us a glory that vastly outweighs them and will last forever. 2 Corinthians 4, 17. And we do live in some interesting times. If you don't believe me, if you don't believe there's an attempt by the Philistines to capture whatever carries glory, turn on MSNBC, Fox News, CNN, ABC, NBC, CBS, Univision, Telemundo. I have to say that contractually. Telemundo. And, and you will see there's an attempt to capture things glorious. And the battle is not primarily political, or economic, or cultural. The battle is primarily spiritual with ramifications in all spheres and all segments of society. Ephesians 6.12, we're not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world. The enemy is upset. Man, we've never been down this road before. There is, we, we, have, we have seen the Philistines of moral relevance of cultural decadence, of spiritual apathy, of ecclesiastical lukewarmness. We have seen the, the, the Philistines rise up like never before. There is no longer an, an embracing of truth, of biblical truth. How about this? Scientific truth, mathematical truth. Things are being put aside for concepts that are crazy for Cocoa Puff. And then we have to, there is a, there is a Philistine, and I alluded to this at General Assembly back in Orlando. There is a, a Philistine of hypersensitivity right now in the world and in America everyone is hypersensitive everyone is a victim there is this thing about I am easily offended I am offended by the way you talk by the way you dress you looked at me the wrong way your hashtag offends me your Instagram offends me your Facebook offends me the tweets offend me everyone is easily offendable there was back in the day where, where we, when we were growing up that we you know we've all been through a process we've all been through something Some Someone, somewhere in our past picked on us but back in the day we overcame by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony but but now everybody has a hashtag and everyone is a victim and everyone is a victim and I'm part of a victim movement and I'm a victim here I'm not negating the fact there are legitimate causes that require us to address via the conduit of biblical justice amen but man if you are a perpetual victim you are drinking the Kool-Aid of today's culture and society because if you are a born-again Christian you can't be a victim forever you are more than a conqueror 
Let me ask, are there any victims in this house? Oh, let me flip it. Are there any conquerors in this house here right now? Romans 8:37. We are more than conquerors. Mm, hypersensitivity, hypertolerance to all things sinful. Hyperintolerance to all things righteous. Hyperbolic rhetoric. Oh, yeah. Oh, la, la sangre de Cristo. Oh. Man, it's the Philistines want to capture the glory. There's a perception, this idea that the Philistines could capture things that are glorious. What a crazy idea. Perception versus reality. <laughs> because it may look like the enemy is capturing the glory. It may look like the forces are capturing and silencing things that are glorious. It may look like it. It may look like darkness is winning right now. It may look like the enemy will have the final word. Perception is not reality. Oh. And I'm not being Pollyannish or uber optimistic. I'm just going to give you the word of the Lord from this narrative here. Oh, boy. It may look like right now the Philistines are winning. But, the, but we've, we've been down this road before. You're saying, Pastor Sam, we've never been so decadent. Well, we've been down moments where this thing was about to fall apart. We've been down the road where, proverbially speaking, this thing was going to hell in a handbasket. We've been down this road before. Right about the time of the Civil War when this country was divided, all of a sudden, and something called the holiness movement emerged in America and the Wesleyan brothers and the revivals and the renewals that's where camp meetings emerged out of and then at the end at the, the beginning of the 20th century the, the, all of a sudden in the early 1900s it was the beginning of the industrial revolution and the, the anarchist chaotic movement that came over from Europe infested America and there were anarchists all over America and the, and the newspapers would say this thing is falling apart the values have changed the culture is changing faith is changing all of a sudden, a little thing called a Sousa took place in California. And the Holy Spirit said, aha, right now everything seems to be falling apart. I'm going to pour out my spirit afresh. I'm going to pour it out upon the nation. So, so it's not, back in the 1960s, we saw JFK assassinated, Robert Kennedy assassinated, Malcolm X, Dr. King. There were riots in the streets. The racial issues once again raised. And then they had the blacks over here and the whites over here. And the Latinos were confused and everybody was fighting and every, it was all about color and the ethnicity and or whatever and the riots in the streets in Newark and Detroit and Compton and Watts and there were, there were and, every, and the newspapers I'm not making it up Google it the newspapers would say we've never been so divided since the Civil War we're never going to overcome this this is over this nation will fall apart all of a sudden the Jesus movement took place and more people came to Jesus in that time span than ever before in American history. So what am I telling you? Put a smile on your face. It may look like the Philistines are winning, but you are about to see a move of God, an outpouring of the Holy Spirit. I'm prophesying, Georgia, we are about to see God show up like we... High five your neighbor. Tell him God's about to show up. High, high five some God's about to show up. God's about to show up, Georgia. God's about to show up. 
God's about to show up. God's about to show up. God's about to show up. America's mess is about to become God's miracle. <laughs> yeah, I capture the glory. Good luck with that. <laughs> yeah, but it's up to the church. If we drink the Kool-Aid, because we, we, we have to become a culture, a countercultural narrative. What does that mean? We, ju we just can't acquiesce, submit ourselves to the values of the culture. We have to become a countercultural narrative. Every single, from the beginning of Christianity, we were a counterculture movement. From the beginning, it was Christianity that brought an end to infanticide. The Romans would put the kids out in the middle of the street, literally put them in the sidewalk. And it was Christianity that said, whoa, 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 no, that child carries the image of God. So we've always been a countercultural narrative. We have to be a countercultural narrative that will engage the culture to reform the culture. And that's the pecking order. So then they captured, they captured, so it seems. They captured the glory. George, come up here, buddy. You're going to be Dagon. <laughs> Just because I, I won't be. <sighs> you follow me? Because it would be awkward if I would be Dagon. And then I pay you well enough to be Dagon. And, <laughs> and if there's a union break coming, just we'll discuss that later. <laughs> So they get, come here, I want to illustrate this. They, you, you're Dagon, right? So you'll go on my right here, my right hand side here. So here's what we're gonna do. You're Dagon, and they brought the glory. Oh, I, I didn't, I didn't practice this. We didn't. Uh, Pastor Jason, I need a couple guys here to help me to pick me up. I weigh about 170 flat. <laughs> when I'm bloated, 174. <laughs> but can y'all, y'all? You're good. Oh, Pastor Ben says, we're good. He, like, with a lot of confidence, he just said, we're good. <laughs> he just basically subconsciously told me, we ain't from California, sunshine. <laughs> this is Georgia. <laughs> this is Georgia. We good. <laughs> My man, I like that. God bless your steroid anointing. Amen. <laughs> is Pastor Trey? All right, so y'all going to carry me. Right. Yeah, I'm the glory. Okay. And I'm still humble. But you're going to carry me and put me right next to him, right here. This is, this is exactly what they did. The, the guy had a temple. They, they, they captured the glory, dude. Dude is a California term for dude. And by the way, I called you dudes because you are. And that's politically incorrect. I just recognize you as men, and I'm not apologizing for that, because you are men. No, really, this, you think I'm kidding. Four years from now, unless the church rises up and does what we're going to see, we're, we're, this is going to be politically incorrect to even call him a man. Ladies and gentlemen, I could get in trouble, hate me on Facebook. I don't care if you don't, don't follow me, boycott me. I don't give a holy hoot anymore. I've, I, have, I have grandkids. I don't care anymore. I've reached an age where it doesn't matter. Ladies and gentlemen, God created us men and women. Yes, men and women. Men and women, not men and whatever, men and women. It was Adam and Eve, it's science, it's faith, it's God. Don't drink the Kool-Aid. So, 
All, all I want you to do is to carry me and, and right here. Let me go. Let me, like that, just like that. The goal, I'm going to need you again. Because that's what they did. No, you, y'all missed it. They, they carried the glory. And they placed the, go- the glory next to the statue of a false god. And that's what they're doing today. You, oh boy, I wish you would get this. This, you're looking at a snapshot. This is right here, 21st century America and the world for that matter. It's the glory next to the end. Two objects cannot occupy the same space. You can't put the glory next to the anti-glory. You can't put truth next to lies. You can't put the spirit next to the... You can't put sin next to holiness. You can't put light next to darkness. You can't put... Two objects cannot occupy the same space. In your life, two objects cannot occupy the same space. Fear and faith cannot occupy the same space. Your past and your future cannot occupy the same space. Are you with me? Your dream and your nightmare cannot occupy the same space space are you with me right now your wounds and your worship cannot occupy the same space something has to go something has to be left behind the old man and the new man cannot occupy the same space tell your neighbor something has to go all right so so i need to break this down for you i'm gonna land on this real quick you carry glory, Romans 8.30. And having chosen them, he called them to come to him. Having called them, that's you, he gave them right standing with himself. That's us. And having given us right standing, he gave us his glory. Romans 8.30. There's holy presence inside of you, 1 Corinthians 3.16. There's holy promise inside of you, 1 Corinthians 2.9. There's holy purpose inside of you, Psalm 138, verse 8. What does this mean? <laughs> You are the carrier of the glory. So here it is. They carried him, and they put him right next to him. I'm going to show you prophetically what the Holy Spirit showed me for you tonight. They placed the glory right next to the anti-glory. The righteous. Right next to the wicked. Truth right next to falsehood. The real right next to the fake. Shut the door and walked out. The next morning. George, here's what I want you to do, Dagon. I want you to fall because that's what took place. No one was there, supposedly. And Dagon fell. So when I count now, I want you to fall. I'm going to tell North Georgia what the Holy Spirit told me to share with North Georgia. I said that with fear and trembling. Whatever is occupying your space that is not of God, 
whatever's occupying your family, your home, your marriage, your ministry, your, your body, your health, your finances, your anointing, your community. I sense an anointing. Whatever is occupying your space that is not part of God's assignment, whatever is occupying your space that is not of God, I kid you not, by the time, I'm telling, not tomorrow, not next week, before this service is over, it's about to come down in the name of Jesus. Y'all not hearing me right now. Whatever Dagon is in your mind, your thoughts, your heart, your atmosphere, your life. How about this? Your children and your children's children. Your children and your children's children's children. Your family, your environment, your ministry, your community. Whatever is not of God is about to come down. I need you to shout like you believe that. I need you to praise like you believe that. I need you to worship like you believe that. I need you to believe today it's about to come down high five your neighbor tell him it's coming down 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 so so oh I sense an anointing raise your hands depression is coming down no it really is anxiety is coming down fear is coming down confusion is coming down the spirit of disruption is coming down i sense that division is coming down discord is coming down oh 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 my 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 i sense glory right now lift up your hands in your family, your home, your marriage, your ministry, your mind, in your spiritual walk, in your pursuit of righteousness, in your integrity, it's coming down. And it's not, I said it's coming. I'm not, Pastor, I'm telling you with the Holy Spirit, and I say that with fear and trembling, my God. I'm, the Holy Ghost told me to tell you it's coming down. By the time you get home, Dagon will be on the ground. By the time you. Is this for anybody in this place? Is this for anybody in this place? The day gone in your son's life, the day gone in your daughter's life, the day gone in your children's life, it's coming down, it's coming down. Somebody shout like you believe that. Praise like you believe that. All right, George. And in America, the day gone's of this generation have no choice. When the glory is present, when the righteousness of God is made manifest, when the Spirit of God is not quenched, not quenched, not quenched, when the Spirit of God is free to be the Spirit of God, oh, they place the glory. And it fell. I see if I see the Dagon's falling. You have no idea. I see the Dagon's falling. All over Georgia. I see the Dagon's falling. I see the Dagon's falling. El Espíritu de Dagon cayendo en el suelo. I see the Dagon's falling. I see the Dagon's falling. George, I want you to fall. 
I want you to fall. I promise you in the name of Jesus, this is the day Dagon comes down. I just asked Sam, how do you know? I'll show you in a second. This is when I count the three go down. My friend, I'm believing in the name of Christ. Listen, I'm going to give you this right there where you're at. I was at uh, Tennessee. I was in Nashville. I'm going to give you the name of the pastors. I don't play games. My integrity is everything. The, the Crab family, the Crab family, gospel band. The Crab for Jason, Aaron, the Crab family. I, was, I did their conference. Spirit of God hit me, Tony. Spirit of God hit me in the, at the end of the message. I wasn't preaching anything about the word unity at all. Zero. Nothing. Not one word. I'm about to leave the stage. Holy Ghost hits me and says, Samuel, there's unity literally right here. So I don't never done that before that way. I'm full in the prophetic, but not that, not, not. I stopped the service and went, uh, guys, I don't know what this means. God just told me right here, unity. And I and just like this, look at my hand. I went, unity? Unity? Now, I've been in places where the place blows up. The power of God hits their spontaneous praise. That went cuckoo for Cocoa Puff. I wasn't yelling. I wasn't screaming. Just like that. I said, God said unity? The place blew up. There, I mean, I mean, I mean blew up. I mean, Pentecostal speakies. It blew up. And, 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 you know, runners were unleashed. If you don't know what runners are, it's Runners IO3-4, protocol 5 activated. We have a runner on 5. The place, you know, just spontaneous praise, you know. And the place blew up. I'm going like, why, is, why are people going to get out? She fell out, got back up. He, fell, he, he looks at me and says, pass them, stop. I go, what did I do? All I said is God told me you're here. They went, no, you don't know. Underneath the stage, written in big letters, is the word unity, U-N-I-T-Y. What does this mean? Why am I telling you this story? So when God told me to tell you, today's the day that Dagon is coming down. By the time you get home, wherever there was darkness, there will be light. Wherever there was captivity, there will be freedom. Wherever there was chaos, there will be order. If you believe that, shout like the devil's been defeated. Praise like nothing can stand in your way. Worship like no weapon formed against you shall prosper. So I want you to come down. Ready? 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 At the count of three, every day gone is coming down. Without exception, every day gone is coming down. The day gone of the mind, by the way, this is the battlefield of your existence. The battle right here, right here, right here. The doubt and unbelief, the insecurity, the complexes, all of that, the struggle of the mind. <laughs> okay, are you ready for this? You ready? Sickness, illness, disease, cancer, diabetes, all of those day gods are coming down. Are you with me right now? All of the day gods try to hold our children back. Oh boy, you think the battle is about you. The battle's not even about you. Get over yourself. The battle is about your children and your children's children. The enemy understands that your children will carry more glory than our generation ever carried. Oh, 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 ready, come down. When you, oh, at the count of three, I want you to go down. But, but, but oh, I got to give you the exegete on the scripture, the, the Hebrew exegete. He did not just fall. The Bible doesn't, guys, come up here for a second. I just want Come here for a second. Just he could have fallen. Y'all hold him back, right? He could have fallen like this. Stand up, but he didn't. Y'all go to the side. He could have fallen like this, but he didn't. That's what I want all the pastors to do their biblical due diligence. 
the phrase of how he fell is completely important. He fell in front of the ark. The phraseology is completely, perfectly verbatim. The phrase that appears when the psalmist says, all false, everything must bow before and worship before the presence. Y'all missed it. He fell in front of. So I want you to fall in front of completely here. Like, go, ready? One, two, three, fall. This is, this is Dagon. This is the glory. The statue falls in front of the glory as if in worshiping the glory, acknowledging the glory, recognizing. I'm here to tell you, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Somebody shout, it's coming down. It's coming down. It's coming down. It's coming down. This is the glory. Look up here, look up here. Dagon is falling in front of whatever carries glory. If you're getting this, raise one hand. If you're really getting it, it's for you and your family. Raise both hands. Jesus is the center of your family. Get ready to see addiction fall. Anger falls. Are you with me right now? Right now, I sense an anointing. Every devil, demon, legion, principality, and power of darkness has to fall in the very presence of that which is holy, righteous, truthful, grace-filled, full of the glory of Christ. 1 Corinthians 15, 57 says, We have perfect victory in all circumstances over all things, including sin and death. Raise your hands real quick. It fell in the pre- It fell not just fell, but where it fell. Location, location, location. It fell. But, and here, here's the glory. Let me show you a snapshot of the glory. This is what the glory was doing. Oh, I sense an anointing. 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 It's coming down. It's coming down. Raise your hand. I'm just going to share this with you. I'm just going to go. Psalm 97, verse 7. All worshipers and images and idols will bow before him and fall before him. Ooh, Psalm 97, verse 7. Psalm 95, verse 6. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our God, our maker. Raise your hand. I'm just prophesying to you in the name of Jesus. Your problem is about to fall tonight in front of your promise. Your sickness is about to fall in front of your healing. The sin is about to fall in front of the righteousness of God. Your past is about to fall in front of your future. The curse is about to fall in front of the blessing. Captivity will fall in front of deliverance. Sorrow will fall in front of joy. Brokenness will fall in front of your breakthrough. It's coming down. 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 down. Philippians 2.10. It is coming down. It's coming down. It's coming down. All right. We're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. All right, let me call you out here. Did you get this? 
If, you got, if God is speaking to you, raise your hand. This is it, man. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. This is... I'm going to show you something that is so crazy. I want you both to pick him up and put him back because this is what they did. Now watch. The Bible doesn't say demonic forces came into the temple and picked them up. It doesn't say devils, legions, principalities, and powers of darkness. It says that the people, the citizens of the city, the people picked them up and put them back because that's what people like to do. There are certain people that like to resurrect what Jesus crucified. And other people like to crucify what Jesus resurrected. Do not pick up what God knocked down. Learn in life to let it go. Don't pick it up. We have people that want to pick up. You talk more about your past than about your future. You're always telling people, look what the devil did. Stop telling people, look what the devil did. And start shouting, look what the Lord has done. Are you with me right now? Stop picking up. Tell your neighbor, don't pick it up. Don't pick it up. Don't pick it up. Isaiah 43, 18, forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. 2 Corinthians 5, 17, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have been made new. Don't pick it up. Don't pick it up. So here it is. Ready? We have to do it because i got to illustrate it. Go ahead. Pick them up. I'm going to be right here. Bring them right next to the glory. Put them right back. Now let them go. Walk, go over there again. Next to the temple. Here it is. You exit the temple. They literally did this. They literally did that. I kid you not. Here, here's the glory. Dagon is back. If the glory would have had a conversation with Dagon, after the, the citizens left, it would have sounded like this. And if the glory was from California, it would have sounded like this. Dude, you should have stayed down. <laughs> you should have stayed down. Because what I'm about to do next to you will make certain no man will be able to pick you up and place you next to me for the rest of your life. If the devil knew better, he would have left you alone the last time. If he knew better, he would have abandoned his attempt the last time. Are you with me right now? All right. All right. right. Raise your hands one more time. It's don't pick up. Don't let anybody pick up the stuff that God has brought down. Don't let anyone pick up the old you. Surround yourself with people that prompt the new you to thrive. Not the old you to resurrect. Yes, the people that surround you matters. Who speaks into you matters. Are you with me right now? See, just... My wife and I, we got a gift. This Alexa Echo thing from Amazon. You know what I'm talking about? Little Alexa thing. This really happened. God is my witness. Call my wife, Eva. She'll tell you what happened. So Alexa, I programmed Alexa at home. And, you know, it's your voice recognition. So I got Alexa to do weather, sports, Yankee highlights, all of that. Sorry, all the Braves fans. So all of that, right? So I did that. And, and, my, and I went to church on a Sunday morning. God is my witness. Not made up. Not a story you could ask her. I went to church. First service. She stayed behind getting ready. And, she's, and then she, but the alarm went off on Alexa, my Alexa. So all of a sudden, she goes to Alexa and tells Alexa, Alexa, turn off. Alexa, ignore her. Alexa, turn off. No. Alexa, lower volume. Alexa kept on beep, beep, beep. 
Alexa, callate la boca. Nothing happened. Nothing. Alexa continued to beep, 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 beep. She calls me up. I'm on my way to church. Hey, hey uh, Sam, this Alexa thing is not listening to me. And I went, it won't. It's not authorized to listen to you. Alexa is authorized to listen to my voice. Why are you listening to voices that are not authorized to speak into your life? Why are you listening to voices that have no anointing or authority to speak into your destiny? If it's not authorized by heaven, rebuke it, bind it, delete it, ignore it. It's not part of your dream. If you're, if you're getting this, raise your hands. So don't let anybody, hey God, we're, we're, we're done, we're going to, I'm going to show you this. Oh, we're done, we're done, we're done. We're, let me just finish right here. Let me just, all right. So they, 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 they close the door to the temple and, oh man. This time he felt different. This time, I want you to fall. But when you fall, what happens here is so amazing that the hands and the head were cut off. I'm gonna illustrate this today. <laughs> Be careful what you sign up for. Don't say yes to everything. <laughs> so they cut off the Lord, the God made it in such a way that, oh man, try to put you back next to me. I'm gonna make sure you'll never be able to occupy my space ever again. I'm going to tell you what the Lord told me to tell you. This is your season of never again. You're not hearing me. The things that occupied your space maybe once, maybe twice, thrice, will never, I dare you to shout never again. Nope, you have no idea what you just shouted. The bridge between now and next is called never again. The moment you understand that when God says it is finished, it is finished. I dare you to look at three people you like a lot and tell them never again. Never again. Never again. Tell them this time. Tell them this time. It will never be able to occupy my space, my joy, my praise, my worship, my peace, my family, my my anointing, my atmosphere, my communities, never again, never again. You ready? So when I say now, I want you to come down. We're done. I want you to just, and then I'm going to, where's the door? The door would be here. So I'm going to take your head in your hands. Metaphorically speaking, of course. And I'm going to put them here because there's a reason for that too. So you ready? Are you sure you're ready? At the count of three, you're coming down. Never again. I'm prophesying now. The things, never again. The things that occupied your family, generationally speaking, never again. The things that were holding back, never again. The things that were holding back the resources and the harvest from your church and your ministry, that day gone is coming down. It will never be able to stand up in your presence, in the name of Jesus, wherever there's glory, wherever Christ is center of all, and the Spirit of God is not quenched. Oh, man, it's coming down. Somebody say, never again. Never again. Say it like you believe it. Say, never again. You, you have no idea what you, you see you think this is like an illustrated sermon it's actually an illustrated sermon of a prophetic impartation 
and you think that I got Dagon, do me a favor, move up here, Dagon. You're about to fall and just never be able to get up again. I want to show something right here. Um, let me show something right here. Uh, Bishop, can you come up here, please? You're part of my, this illustration. I need somebody who is under 20. Under 20. Anybody here under 20? Anybody at all? Run up here, buddy. You run up. You quick. Yeah, you. Come on. Run, come up here. All right. This is, this is it. Ready? I'm going to show you. I'm going to let you go. You're just, just right there where you're at. I'm about to wrap right here. Bishop, this is what you'll do. Uh, Dagon, do me a favor. You're in my space, really. Get over here. All right, Bishop, this is it. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to come up here. Turn around this way. I'm going to come here. You're going to come here. I'm going to hold on to Bishop's jacket like this. You're going to hold on to mine. All right? But here's what I want you to do, Bishop. But I, I, I want you to come over here. When you get to this X spot, touch it and keep on going. All right? I'm going to follow you. I'm holding on to you. You're going to hold on to my jacket. What's your name? Ronnie. It is. Thanks. Hi, I'm Sam, Ronnie. Um, ready? Okay, go, Bishop. Uh -huh. Hit that X. Bingo. Keep on going. Bingo. Hit that X, Ronnie. Keep on going. Beautiful. All right. I just showed you the biblical narrative from Genesis to Revelation in a nutshell. God conquers. We possess. Our children inherit. No, you missed it. You missed it. God conquers. We possess. Our children inherit. Your children will not be held back. Your children will not be next to Dagon. The Dagon that comes down in our generation. Are you with me right now? God conquers. We possess. Our children inherit. I'm going to speak to you prophetically. The glory of your children and your children's children will not be held captive by the Philistines. They will not live in what God took you out of. If you believe that, give God one more shout in this place. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We're done. Stand with me. You are standing. Stand with me. I'm done. Ready? You're going to fall, baby. You're going to fall. You're going to fall. This time you're not getting back up. You're not getting back up. I need somebody here to raise your hands and repeat after me. It's not getting back up. You have no idea what you just said. Repeat after me. Say this time. <laughs> it's not getting back up. It is finished. Never again. Never again. Never again. Never again. So, so when you go down, I want everybody here to give God arguably the best praise you've given him in 2018 as an indicative manifestation of adoration and worship and gratitude that you believe that whatever was occupying your space will never be able to occupy your space again. What is that saying? That means it's a new day. The Dagons are going. You're about to be carried out. Matter of fact, you're en route back to your promised land. You're en route back to your land of destiny. And you're actually, believe it or not, you're going to walk out richer than before. They're about to put some gold on you. They're about to put some upgrades on you. You're about to come out richer because of what you went through than ever before. Ready? That's for you and your children's children and your children's children's children. Every day God comes down and it will never be able to get back up again. One, two, three, go down. Somebody praise like it's you. Somebody worship like it's you. Somebody rejoice like it's you. Somebody celebrate, celebrate, celebrate like it's you. Repeat after me. Say never again. 
Never again. Never again. Never again. All right, all right. It's coming down. 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 Put the head in the hands. It's not a coinka dink. This is a movie. It's a movie. We got to make this into a modern day movie. They put the head and the hands right here, Pastor, right here. Not there, but in the entryway. So the next time the citizens would come up, from the very moment they walk in there, they would say, oh, not this time. No, y'all missed it. Whenever the enemies of your destiny, your dream, try to gain access to your territory from the very entry point, they will see the corpses of every entity that stood in your way, defeated by the very presence and the virtue of Jesus. They're going to have to turn around and go, not this time, not this time, not this time, not this time. If this is for you, raise your hand. So, Pastor, here's a theological question, man. Where did this happen? Where did it happen? Did everybody see it? Was it on Facebook? Did they Facebook live it? Did they put it on TBN? Did, every, did everybody, did, when that whole thing happened inside the temple, who saw it? Anyone know? The answer is simple. Who saw what happened between the glory and the Dagon statue? Anyone know? Anyone know? I mean, who was there to witness the manifestation? The answer is no one. The people saw the aftermath. We can't make things up and say, well, they witnessed that the, the Ark of the Covenant, it broke, it opened up, and the commandments, and the, the rod of Aaron walked around like a ninja stick and smacked the date. No! So we don't know what happened because it happened privately. Stop. It's the private battles. It's what happens when we shut the door. It's not what we do on stage, man. It's the private battles that will determine the public reward. Are you with me right now? It's the stuff that no one sees when you're battling every lie of the enemy, every principality and power of darkness. Are you with me right now? It's a private, it's a private, it's the private battles. It's the things we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. It's the continuum of integrity that our private lives are reflected publicly. And there is no dichotomy, no glitch in the proverbial matrix. Just one line. And then stop, 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 stop. I'm going to show you what the glory of God did. We can't make things up. No hyperbole. Can't. This is, what the, this is what we know the glory did. I'm going to show you what the glory did the entire time. The Bible doesn't say the commandments came out, manna came out, smacked they gone. The Bible, this is what the glory did. I'm going to show you what we know for certain the glory did. This is the glory. That's it. You missed it. That's all the glory did. We can't make things up. We can't say the glory moved around and did the Macarena. No. <laughs> what we know is that they placed the glory next to Dagon. And this is what the glory did. We know Dagon fell. But we know the glory. Nothing aggravates the devil more than you being still in the presence of God. Are you with me? 
When all hell breaks out in your family, when all hell breaks out in your church, when all hell breaks out in your family, instead of panicking and going into crisis mode, be still and know that God is God. Somebody shout, be still. Be still. You're going to carry me over. You're going to carry me over. Raise your hand. I'm just giving you what God gave me. They, they climbed the head, and the hands were here. I want you to carry me down. The, down. Don't drop me now. My wife will get upset. It's going to get real. Y'all carry me down the steps. There's a head here. Go ahead. There's, there's hands here. Make sure you carry me over. All right? I don't want to touch it, but I want to go over it. You missed it. The only way they carried the ark over the very thing that was next to the ark. Your wall is about to become your bridge. You missed it. What was next to you to hold you back is not going to be underneath you to motivate you to keep on going forward. You also missed it. The enemy's plan of destruction just became God's plan of development. You missed it, man. Are you with me right now? You're about to climb over the very things that stood next to you, that mocked you, that criticized you, that hated on you. You're about to climb over it in your family. I sense an anointing in your home, in your marriage, in your ministry, church of God. You are about to climb over the very things that once stood in your way. Go ahead, do it. Lift me up. All right, let's go. Ready? There it is. There it is. There it is. Right over the very thing. Right over the very thing. He never went back. The glory never went back to that temple. From that moment on, it became a journey. Seven months journey. It became a journey of even giving gold and enriching before it ended up back in the land of promise. Raise your right hand. You're never going to be back. Listen to me. Day gone. Never again to occupy your space. But you have to unleash the glory. You have to. You have to learn to be still in the presence of adversity. You have to make sure you surround yourself with people that don't pick up what God knocked down. Oh, you got to be prophetic in the presence of the pathetic. You can't, it looked like they captured the glory. But in reality, the glory took care of Dagon. If you give me two minutes of your kind time, right there where you're at. I'm not, Tony has seen this and Dr. Childers has seen this and Tom has seen this, but you all haven't seen it in this region. It, it, this is not self-promoting. I'm going to tell you how this message is relevant. Put the photo up, please. Put the photo up if you have a media team. That's the inauguration of this president. I serve as an advisor to President George W. Bush. I serve as an advisor to President Obama, even though I disagreed with 92% of his policies. But I was still there. God had me there. I would pray over him. I would pray with him, pray over him. And I disagreed with 92% of the policies. And I wasn't quiet about it too. I did it respectfully, by the way. You don't have to be angry to do it. There, there's, there's, there's a way of doing it with truth and love. But, but I, I would write pieces in the Wall Street Journal on Fox and CNN. And I would say, Mr. President, respectfully, I disagree with you on this. I'm a staunch pro-lifer. I believe this is not a political issue. This is a sacred issue. So I believe this, this, the stuff in the womb is not stuff in the womb. 
womb. It is a human being created in the image of God from the moment of conception. So I disagreed with him on him, on his interpretation, on his moderations, on different institutions that are so sacred to our culture and society. So many things, but I did it respectfully. So I was there as an advisor. They would have me come in. And then this president calls me in. I'm not a donkey guy. I'm not married to the donkey. I'm not married to the elephant. I want you to hear me. I was at the National Day of Prayer preaching for Ronnie Floyd, my friend, and I was speaking in front of members of Congress. I looked at them and said, hey, the only agenda that can save America, I'm going to tell you what it is. It's not the donkey and it's not the elephant because the donkey never died for me and the elephant never resurrected for me. But the lamb, the lamb that is Jesus, the lion of the tribe of Judah, that right there. I'm a lamb's agenda lion of the tribe of Judah, God. We, Bishop Tom is correct. We have to stop drinking the ideological Kool-Aid and suffer from ideological myopia. We do, but we have to stand up for biblical values, though. We can't be silent. Neither can we sit in our hands and go, elections don't matter. Oh, yes, they do. They matter when they restrict me from preaching the gospel of Jesus. They matter when they try to impede me from preaching the truth of the gospel. They matter when in California, that last week, the Senate told me that there's certain parts of the Bible that I should be careful in preaching about or even selling a DVD or a Bible about because that narrative runs counter to the new narrative regarding sexuality in the state of California. So elections do have consequences. So we can't preach holiness on Sunday and vote for unrighteousness on Tuesday. Now, Real quick, back to the story. Put it on real quick, one minute and 30 seconds. Put the photo up. I was invited. I was, I was coming back from a restaurant with my wife. My wife is of Puerto Rican descent, which makes her anointed and loud. There's an anointing. So, so she, we, I get the call. Reverend Rodriguez, yes, the president of the United, the president-elect of the United States, Donald J. Trump, would like you to participate in his inaugural ceremony. I go, pardon me? They said, you heard correctly, the president would like you to participate. I go, at what level? At the highest level, sir. What do you mean? On podium, on stage, for you to pray, read scripture, whatever. Whatever. I go, really? They go, really? This is what I said. I said, I am so honored. Tell the president-elect, I'm, I'm, I'm flabbergasted. I'm in awe. I'm speechless, which made my wife giggle. Uh, and, and, and so, I'll get back to you? That's what I said. The guy on the other phone went like this. Say again? Yeah, can, can you give me some time to pray about it? The guy was like, what? Seriously, the guy went like, okay. Like, like dude, you're actually telling me you're going to think about this? He, and, 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 I, and, and, I, and I said, yeah, can you give me some time? I guess we'll call you back, he said. I, I went, yes. Thank you, Reverend. Thank you. Took off the Bluetooth from the car. Because the, I'm going to be honest. Right, why it happened. The church I pastor in UC is an amazing church. It's a Christ-centered, Bible-based, spirit-empowered church. It is also very multi-ethnic. 40%, 40% Caucasian, which is California term for white. 40% African-American, which is black, and 20% confused. Are you with me right now? So it's a very multi-ethnic church. Seriously, on any given Sunday, you have no idea what's a majority group. It looks like heaven. I love it, because it looks like heaven. They're all, we're all together. I'm just being honest. So I thought because of the election, I'm going to be very honest. I'm not supposed to say this as a preacher, but I am because it's called integrity. I was afraid I was going to lose a significant portion of my congregation. 
My mind was thinking budget cuts. I'm not making this up. My mind was thinking, who do I lay off? What ministries do I cut? Because people are going to leave the church. Because, you know, people are just so politicized, right? Whether you like them or not, it doesn't matter. I mean, so my wife looks at me. I'm going, honey, let's, she goes, what are you doing? She just looked at me, like stared at me like this. I go, can you believe this call? She looked at me like this. Where's the cameraman? The cameraman's like, she gave me this weird look like. I went, can you believe this? She went. I go, we're going to call Carla and our prayer team. I want our intercessors activated. I want to hear from him. I need a confirmation. Honey, we need a confirmation. It's a big opportunity, but we need to. I go, why aren't you saying anything? She went like, what are you doing? I went, what do you mean what I'm doing? We're praying. We're, we're, we're people of the spirit. We pray. She went, what are you doing? I go, we're praying. She goes, no. I go, no to prayer? She says, no. I go, what do you mean no? She said, I was there when you were 14 years of age in that Pentecostal church in Allentown, Pennsylvania. When that Teen Challenge choir director came, never met him before, he stopped the middle of his song from David Wilkerson's Rehearsburg camp, first time in our church. You were over there, I was over here, you were 14. He stopped the song and said, God says, there's a Sammy in this place comes to you and gives you a word. When God tells you when you are 14, when God tells you when you're a teenager that you're going to pray over presidents, you don't need confirmation, man. God already gave you a word. So he called me back right before Christmas and said, are you going to do it? I said, yes, I'm going to do it. Can you tell me? Are you going to tell me what to say? Because I'm privy to the fact that it's scripted. I know that. They actually, it looks like it's yours, but it isn't. If, if, it, if it's not scripted, they censor everything, everything. So I go, are you going to tell me what to say or pray? Or are you going to censor? They went, we're not going to tell you what. Whatever I give you, will you censor it? Will you, will you take it away? Will you? And, they, and the guy stops me and says, will you stop? I go, pardon me. He goes, he goes, Reverend, quote, quote, here's the quote. We are inviting you because we want you to share whatever the spirit tells you to share. <laughs> So I approached the podium that day. For all that time, I stood next to Dagon. Dagon was next to me. They placed me in a space every single time, every week. I tell you the harassment I went through, the bullying I went through. But I'm not a victim, baby. I'm a conqueror. So I man up. So they, they, the, the, you better not do it. 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 Dagon, 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 Dagon. You better do it. 48 hours before this, I was asked, so you're going to still do it? Are you crazy? Oh, you're going to get blacklisted. Things are going to cut off. Doors are going to close. You're going to be shunned. Things are going to stop. There were Hollywood companies. There were Hollywood production companies calling me up to do a tele television programs with myself, with my family, other stuff, secular companies. And, and there was all that will stop you need because that you can't. And then they said, I said, I'm still going to do it. They went, well, if you're going to do it, please tell me you're not going to mention that name. What name? You know the name. The name that hasn't been mentioned since 2005. The name that is so polarizing and divisive. And it alienates those that don't believe in that name. Tell me you're not going to say that name. And I said, watch. It was the first time in American history, a Latino evangelical, first time a Puerto Rican descent. So, well, that's not even the most important thing. First time a, because I did it before Paula, first time a tongue speaker in American history participates in the inauguration. A Pentecostal. 
So I get the microphone. The presidents are all here. Obama, Clinton, Bushes are all here. Trumps are here. Congress, Supreme Court. 1.1 billion people around the world. Look at the camera. I concluded Matthew 5 and I said, look at the camera. The Holy Spirit hit me. I'm going to tell you how Dagon fell. The Holy Spirit said, say it. Just go. Manifest the glory. Looked at the cameras and said, respectfully, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. I want you to YouTube it. The president said, amen. Members of Congress said, amen. The audience said, amen. All over the world, I got texts saying, amen. It became an amen crescendo. Why? There is still power in the name of Jesus. There is still authority in that name. There is power in that name. If you believe that, give God a shout of praise. Dagon fell. Y cuando cayó Dagon, God is my witness, you can Google it. I got calls from Hollywood, Reverend Rodriguez, 20th Century Fox signed a contract, two films, to executive produce films, faith-based films with 20th Century Fox, with my best friend Devon Franklin, Frank Entertainment. All the things that I was threatened, they gone fell and the doors opened up in my favor. Because, because I was willing to let the glory be made manifest. They tried to put me in the temple, and I walked out, carried over the pieces, triumphant for the glory of Christ. Give God one more shout of praise. I'm going to give it to Bishop. Raise your hands. I'm speaking to everyone here who has ever confronted a day gone. I'm speaking to everyone here who there's ever been a moment in your life where your destiny and your dream and your anointing and your hope was placed in a place of captivity, let it perceived to be captivity. But that was actually God's process to elevate the anointing. An anointing born out of adversity enables you to overcome everything that comes your way. But now you understand. Anyone here who says, Pastor Sam, there are Dagons in my family, my home, my marriage, my ministry, my city that have to come down. Religious Dagons. They have to come down. They have to come down. If this word was 179.3% for you, and you believe every day gone today comes down, came down. If you believe by the time you get home, wherever there was a day gone, there will be freedom. All you're going to find is head and hands, metaphorically speaking. You're going to climb over the things that once held you back. If, if you believe this word was 179.3% for you, when I count to three, run out of your seat and join me right here and just say, you're in my space. Ready? One, two, three. Do it right now. Do it now. Expedite the process. Quickly, quickly in your family. Quickly, quickly, quickly in the name of Jesus. Get up quickly. Get up, get up, get up, get up. You're in my space. I want you to sing the chorus of that, that, that song we sang at the end. Please, 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 please. There's an anointing on that. Beautiful, beautiful. Y'all come up. Lift up your hands. Lift up your hands. Lift up your hands. Lift up your hands. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, 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 yes. It's coming down. It's coming down. Go ahead. Sing, 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 sing. Worship, 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 worship. I sense an anointing here. With your hands raised. Say it, say it. Today is the day. Day God comes down. Say it loud. Say it. Hey, come on, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, 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 hey. Jesus, you change everything. 
fuerte, dilo fuerte. Levanta tu voz. Cántalo, cántalo. Jesus in the name of 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 Jesus today is the day 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 in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus by the power of God yeah Oh, there's an anointing in this place right now as I speak. Go ahead, go ahead. The glory is being made manifest. The glory is unleashed. 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 Hey! The glory is unleashed. The glory is unleashed. The glory is unleashed. Go! Go! In the name of Jesus. Hey! Holy Spirit! Jesus! There's glory, there's glory, there's glory, there's glory. My God, there's glory, there's glory, there's glory, there's more glory, more glory, more glory, more glory, more glory. There is glory, 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 there is glory. Yes, 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 Glory, 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 glory. Glory! There's an anointing right here. Just the fresh power of the Holy Spirit. Oh, there's just glory. Clean, unbridled glory. Go, 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 go. Come on. Right now. Every day gone falls. The pathway be made clear where the glory will be made manifest like never. Now in the name of Jesus. Today is that day. 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 Whoa! Today is that day. Today is that day. Hey! Today is that day. 
on, come on, come on, come on. JC, Pastor, come up here. Pastor JC, I don't know you from Adam, buddy. I just know you carry glory. I don't know you from Adam. God is my witness. I have no idea. I don't. I just, I don't, I just met you today. Bishop Thomas coming up. I mean, he just has a heart for you. I don't know, know you, man. All I, God told me to, and I say that with fear and trembling, man. God told me to tell you that second harvest I'm telling you, the first harvest was beautiful. This second harvest is going to make the first harvest look like an appetizer. <laughs> I kid you not, the, the anointing and the grace. I'm going to tell you what God told me to tell you. He's given you unprecedented, the word is unprecedented favor with God and with men. There is a harvest that has been designated for the mantle of leadership, for the anointing that God has placed upon you. God, I don't even know what, I don't even know you from Adam. I'm telling you what God told me to tell you. He told me to tell you, you're next. There's a platform being built by, for his namesake, for his glory. But you're next. As you pursue righteousness, doors will open up in your favor. The harvest will be great. The, your campuses, and it's multiple, not just like, we're talking about campuses, campuses, campuses. Multiple, 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 multiple. It's not even one or two or three. It's multiple, it's multiple. And I, by the way, it's going to exceed your wildest expectations. It's going to exceed your wildest dreams, man. It's going to exceed anything you could ever remember. Imagine or ask for. Y'all stretch out your hands here. Y'all stretch out your hands. Stretch out your hands. And 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 oh, the millennials and Generation Z, your campus is going to be filled with a generation that supposedly is lost. You're going to prove they gone wrong. It's going to be masterful. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be holy. <sighs> Receive that. I don't know you from Adam, but that's God's word for you. That's what God told me to tell you. Y'all, I'm going to give. Where's Bishop? Was he raptured? Bishop, come up. Y'all switch. Lift up your hands. We're all. The, if, you know, I'm, I'm sorry. Forgive, forgive me. Perdona me si vous play. Lower your hands for a second. All the pastors raise your hands. I pray an impermeable, I pray for an impermeable hedge of uncompromised protection upon you and your family. Lord, each and every one of them, cover them with the blood. Protect them from all evil. Fulfill your purpose in, with, and through their lives. Right now, send right now. Ooh. I don't know who this is for. Recently, you've been suffering some spiritual pushback. The enemy unleashed 
a little little force unleashed a force against you the Lord just said let not your heart be troubled he just unleashed a battalion of righteousness your way that'll crush whatever came to lift up a voice against you Isaiah 54 17 in the name of Jesus your children and your children's children God conquers you possess your children inherit by the time your children get there God was already there you were already there and they will inherit a legacy of faith and testimonies that will change the world Church of God North Georgia get ready Dagon has fallen whatever was in your space it's no longer in your space let's do one thing together let's go change the world God bless you God keep you Just one second before we dismiss. You don't walk in these kind of arenas without encountering spiritual warfare. And he will, he will deal with things that we will not deal with. But the God that he preached about tonight is going before him. Dagons are falling. But here's what we're going to do now. Now we're going to pray for him. We're going to pray a hedge of protection around him, his wife, his children and his grandchildren because what the enemy will do is come in he can't get to him but he'll distract him through everybody stretch your hands this way come on come on guys lay your hands come on pray right now in Jesus name father in the name of Jesus send a legion of warring angels to protect him Protect his wife, protect his children, protect his grandchildren. Continue to open up doors supernaturally that he can speak in for your holy namesake. For your namesake, Lord, continue to open up doors. Give him supernatural favor with presidents and congressmen and nations of the world. Raise him up, I pray, for your holy namesake. Take him, I pray that your name is glorified. Your name is lifted up in the world. We'll give you praise and honor and glory right now in Christ's name. Amen, amen, and amen. Now give God praise tonight. You received the message from the messenger tonight. Amen.